You're listening to the Make It British podcast. I'm Kate Hills and I'm on a one-woman mission to save UK manufacturing. I invite you to join me every Tuesday and Friday when I'll be sharing the stories behind some of the best British-made brands and UK manufacturers and offering you advice on making in the UK. Let's crack on with the show. Welcome to episode 64 of the Make It British podcast. We've got a good one for you today. This is one of the recordings of the talks from our Make It British live show. In fact, it was the opening talk on day one at the event. So a very brave and very special Kate Dawson, who is the founder of the All In One Company, joined us on stage to to tell us all her incredible journey over the last 10 years of how she set up her company. Now, you probably know what a onesie is. Um, you probably maybe own a onesie or several onesies. But did you know Kate Dawson was the person that invented the whole trend? She She started the trend of the onesie. And the problem when you are the person that starts the trend is that everyone else starts to copy you. And a really interesting part of Kate's story is how she dealt with the copycats. She could have just given up when everyone else started to sell really cheap onesies and she was making all of hers in the UK. So they were costing more to produce, but they're much better made. She could have just given up. Or she could have tried to price match her competitors, but she didn't. Instead, Kate did something really interesting. And you'll hear the story of how she beat those competitors and how she's managed to make her company better and stronger for doing so. One particular thing that I think is really interesting from Kate's talk, which I hope you'll pick up, is about the way her customers can now custom create their own onesies using a unique 3D builder on her website. Now, what's really interesting, and I'll put a link to that builder in the show notes for this podcast, is that by the customer being able to design and create their own onesie, so they can use whichever materials and different um, details. They can have ears and tails and all sorts of things on their onesie. And as they do so, and as they build it, and as they add on all these different design features, they can see how it affects the price. And I think that is a really interesting way for the end user to, to understand exactly what goes into pricing up a product. And certainly if you're making something in the UK, it's never going to be the cheapest So you have to give your customer a reason to not only buy from you and want to pay more for that special product that you're making, but for them to understand why it's more expensive and to still pay that price. Now, a bit of a disclaimer here. I am an all-in-one customer. I've always been a big fan of the all-in-one. Between myself and my family members, I think we own a dozen onesies from um, Kate's company. And they really do last. And that is the difference. That is one of the big differences about buying something that is made in the UK with love and care and that will last a long time. And in fact, Kate mentions on 
her in her talk here about the fact that she's also offering a repair service on her onesies. So it allows for much longer life of that product when you're paying more for it than, you know, the cheap £20 item that you buy and you wear a few times and you throw away. So I hope you enjoy this episode. There are some slides that accompany it. And there's also a couple of short films, and I'm going to be putting all of those in the show notes for this podcast, which you'll find by going to makeitbritish.co.uk forward slash 064. I'll now leave Lucy Siegel to introduce Kate Dawson from the All-in-One Company. Kate Dawson is rather fascinating. She's done quite a few different things. She, um, she was an NNEB nursery nurse and nanny. Then she set up her own nanny agency. Uh, she then worked creating interior decor schemes for national and regional breweries. And she's now the founder and director of the All-in-One Company in Northumberland. Um, now, she had a lot of pure motivation, probably the purest motivation for setting up the All-in-One Company. Um, established in 2008... The motivation was that she wanted to keep her daughter warm at night. Isn't that sweet? That's very sweet. And uh, she designed a website so that you design your onesie online, choosing from a selection of premium fabrics. Um, She also has the ability to understand the needs of her customers. And she uses mass customization to deliver solutions, which she's going to talk to us about. She runs experience days for customers to come and see their onesies being handmade, especially for them. And she created the sensory onesie with the National Autistic Society that helps adults and children alike feel calm and secure. So today, uh, she's also going to talk about the Scale Up program that's helped her to internationalize her company. And she's going to tell us about the launch of her new website. So without further ado, please welcome to the stage, Kate Dawson. Thanks, Lucy. Is this working? Yes. Hello, everybody. Oh, it is working. That's brilliant. Thank you so much for inviting me back, Kate. Um, Five years later, I was here at the first event. It's so lovely to be back. And thank you, everyone, for coming to listen. Um, This journey has been very exciting, very hard. Um, And I'm going to just take you through my story, really. I've been going for 10 years, and this is it. So one plus one equals three. This is where two ideas come together to make a third. And the two ideas were looking after people. As I said, I needed to keep my daughter Lily warm at night. And uh, I also had the skills of mass customization under my belt from being able to do up pubs and restaurants, um, regional and and international breweries. So those skills came together to create the all-in-one company. So there's me, back in the 80s, (laughs) with my first little nanny charge, Jenny. Me in the middle, um, putting the pub schemes together, working for the breweries, and then finally having the all-in-one company with Create Your Own Onesies. So there's Lily when she was three, and she was a little fidget, 
every night without fail she would wake me up we lived in a townhouse so I had to go upstairs tuck her back in go back down to sleep and you get to a point where you just think things have got to change something has to be done I needed a sleep suit but for a child who was older than 18 months and all of the high street stores they basically stopped doing baby grows when they got to 18 months um, so I thought, right, okay, there's got to be more people than me that need this. So went on and had a little look on the internet and there's absolutely nothing. So I started to make sleep suits. I started off with a factory. Um, somebody had the factory in Newcastle and he was able to make the prototypes for me and start me off. Um, but basically the quality wasn't what I wanted. He would have the pile of the garments going the wrong way. He would have things back to front, inside out. He wouldn't do it how I wanted it done. And it didn't matter how many times I said he just wanted to get the job done. He just wanted to get them out the door. And it had to be right. It really had to be right. And it's funny how things turn out because actually after setting up the business in the October 2008, by the Easter... Um, he'd actually told me he was actually going to close the factory because he wasn't getting enough orders from his other customers. So it was either close down the all-in-one company or launch my own factory, which is not what I wanted to do at all, but it's what I had to do to keep the business going. So I found a little unit in Ashington. I found three members of staff, two machinists and one cutter. And with their skills and my drive, we were able to start the all-in-one company in 2009 and have our own premises. It's the most amazing feeling in the world when you've got control, when you can actually deliver to your customers what they want. So they're designing their onesies online, we're hand-making to order, and they're going out perfectly. It's absolutely brilliant. So this is our first onesie builder. Look at that diagram. So that's what we launched with in 2008. We have 31 sizes, so we do them from babies 0 to 3 months up to men's 5XL. We're just increasing that range now to men's 8XL. So with all the different possibilities, with the amount of fabrics that we have, there's 166 different fabrics on the website in 31 different sizes. Each onesie comes with 19 different panels, panels being the front right, front left, back right, back left, pockets, ears, tails, you name it. And then all the add-ons. There is so many variations, and this is the mass customization. And to have a team of people in Northumberland that can do this and actually hand make each onesie, how it's been designed has been absolutely amazing. So the bespoke sizing, with onesies, sizing's different because you've really got to take into account people's body lengths. So some people have a much shorter body length, some people have a longer body length. So all of this is customizable on the website. So you can put in your chest size, your leg length, your sleeve length, and then also your body length and have it actually made to order. And by doing that, you're creating a garment that fits you perfectly in the fabrics that you've chosen, in the design that you have created. Nobody else has got one. It's totally unique. And it actually becomes a companion. It becomes your go-to garment, your thing that you want to wear when you get in from work, the thing that you want to wear when you're feeling a little bit under the weather, the thing that you want to take to the festivals with you and have great times with. It is a companion and with that companionship becomes longevity it gets to the point it doesn't matter how ratty tatty it gets 
you want your onesie, yeah? You might have a tartan leopard, you might have a pink frog, who knows what you've designed, but it's yours and nobody else has one. And that's what we do and that's what we do well. So the fabrics, as I've mentioned, we have so many different types of fabrics. We have cotton t-shirt, if you just want to go to sleep in it. We have thick premium cuddle fleece, if you want to be snuggled up on the sofa in the evening. We have toweling, so if you want to go swimming and get into a toweling onesie afterwards and get dry, or after the hot tub, or whatever. There is so many different fabrics to choose from. We've also just launched a plus jersey sweatshirt, which is just to die for. So soft on this inside, and absolutely gorgeous. And the super soft cuddle fleece is the top favourite. And if you come and see our stand at the end, we've actually got a onesie made in the super soft cuddle fleece. So you can just feel how soft that is. All of these brands have come to the all-in-one company to have onesies made for them, which has been absolutely, totally incredible. And it all started one Christmas, just as we were finishing... Uh, for the Christmas break, the phone was ringing. All the staff had left the building. I was the last one out the door with the keys in my hand, my bag on my shoulder. Can't wait to get back to my kids to see them for Christmas. And the phone rang. Do I pick it up? Do I walk out the door? Of course I picked it up. And they said, hi, this is Celebrity Big Brother. Would you be able to make onesies for our next show in January? And that was amazing. And I said, yes, of course. We got the onesies made. And then that led on to so many more shows and adverts for Dulux, for Comic Relief, um, Oxfam, Blue Peter, Britain and Ireland's next top model, even the X Factor. Everyone was coming to us for bespoke onesies because they couldn't get them anywhere else. So that meant us moving into bigger premises. So from our first little unit of three staff, we moved into a huge unit and we kept expanding and knocking through into the next unit. It was just amazing, quite a journey. And we got up to 21 staff and we turned over 1.2 million within four years of starting. So it was a real journey and uh, we learned so much in not very much time at all. So some of that is really terrifying because you don't want to let anyone down and you're getting too many orders that you can cope with. And even though people say to you it's a good problem to have, it's really frightening because you don't want to let people down. So you're scaling up quickly. The orders are still coming at you and you've got to try and keep your team okay. Yeah, and that's hard. So what we did, because this team, when everyone's under pressure and stressed and things might start going wrong, people start blaming each other and the, the team starts falling apart. So what we did, we took everyone out. Um, we got a, a function room at Woodhorn Museum in Northumberland took everyone out for the day and we did teamwork and we did things like blindfolding one member of the staff and asking them to build something with a Swiss roll cake and Smarties and round little um, sweets and everything and it was all about communication so you couldn't see what you were doing but you were having to listen it was all about building communication skills and it was actually trying to build a steam train using these things and as soon as you knew what the end goal had to look like then you could build a steam train when you were blindfold okay it was a most amazing thing to do 
We then went back to the factory. We talked about it. We drew pictures. We learned so much about it. But we also shadowed each other. So the machinists were blaming the cutters, saying, if it wasn't cut like that, and I wouldn't have to sew this mess, and this wouldn't happen. So when they were actually watching the cutters to see what they were up against, to see the difficulties of putting two or three different fabric types on one onesie, seeing all the different issues that you can have with fabric, the faults that can happen. You can't always see the faults when you're rolling the fabric on the table to start with until the panel's actually been cut when they could actually shadow each other and see what was happening. So then the cutters then looked at, saw what the machinists were doing to see the problems that they were coming up with if the uh, notches weren't in the right place, yeah? If things were cut on the wrong way, if the pile wasn't right, they actually appreciated each other. And by doing that, they actually worked together to work out how to do it right and how to do it right first time. And by putting the teams together and doing this, we actually got the faults to under 1%. So our wastage went right down. Everything was happening as it should do. While we were working with our team of 21 staff and we were going through all this learning, we actually found out that 80% of them had family members who had worked in the textile industry. Now, when I first had the idea for this business, we lived in Banbury in Oxfordshire in the townhouse with Lily waking up at night. We moved up to Northumberland um, because my grandparents lived in Ashington, so I have fantastic childhood memories of of going up to the northeast and being by the beaches up there. So I wanted my children to have the same experiences because it is just an amazing lifestyle and just such freedom. So I started the company when we'd relocated, having no idea that Ashington actually had so many textile factories, which all closed down in about 2002, Dewhurst's being one of them. So throughout the Northeast, 5,000 jobs had gone when the textile industry was all taken abroad and offshore. So by setting up the all-in-one company in Ashington, we were actually recreating those jobs for the staff that had the skills and the know-how and the knowledge and the passion, the absolute passion to do this job. And when you see them at work, it is the most incredible thing. So things started to go wrong in 2012. It was market saturation. All of the high street stores were selling onesies and the price point was about £20 each. Our price point is about £100 each for a create your own onesie made to measure. So we really, really struggled. Google dropped us from page one onto page 26. It did a Google dance. And there was no rhyme or reason for that. We had no idea. The web developers were just saying, don't do anything, don't do anything. It's a Google dance. Something will sort itself out, just leave it. But the orders actually stopped dead. And I had 21 staff to pay every week. So it was pretty terrifying. I had to make half of them redundant between Christmas and New Year on the year of 2012 because of market saturation. I then pulled all of my advisors together, so my web developer, my photographer, my business coach, everybody I could think of. I just got them together the first week of January and said, what do I do? Nobody really knew because we didn't know how Google was playing. We didn't understand the algorithms and what was going on and why we'd been dropped onto page 26. 
then we worked it out. We were a one-page wonder. We had a onesie builder on one page, and that was it. So even though this onesie builder could come up with millions of different options and designs, Google couldn't see that. Google had no idea. They could see one page. So when you're up against the Telegraph, MS, Next, who have hundreds, probably thousands of pages on their website, Ours was just nothing to Google. So the advice from the web developer was build your site. So every single possible onesie design, we had to create templates for. So we started off with a pig onesie, a zebra onesie, an elephant, a hippo. But then when we had those bases, we then had to do a pink elephant, a blue elephant, a purple elephant. And we have now got thousands of pages on our website, which are templates. So Google can see that we are a big company and know what we're doing. The team stuck with me. I know I had to make half of them redundant and everyone said they wanted to come back if I could. And to celebrate the team, we applied for the Guild of Master Craftsmen. And it takes quite a bit to get through that and pass all the tests and get all the um, feedback from the customers about how good we are. And because we are good, hand on heart, we are good, we've actually become members of the Guild of Master Craftsmen. And that's for the team. It's absolutely amazing. And I'm so proud to lead a team of such amazing professionals who are masters of their crafts. Keeping the skills alive, and this is what this talk is really about. It's using innovation, it's being up to date, it's using a onesie builder, it's making things unique to be able to keep those skills alive, to be different, to be outstanding in what you do. So what we do is we link up with schools, colleges and uh, universities. We do projects um, for the universities and for the schools and we also run an apprenticeship scheme. Rachel came to us um, as she just finished university. She's been with us through probably six, seven years now, Rach, yeah? Uh, and is now our brand manager, and I'm so proud to have her as part of the team. We have grown together. We have learned so much together. And to ha have that longevity with your staff and actually build that team just means so much. Becky in the middle there started off as an apprentice. She did a level three in fashion and textiles. She started with me when she was 16, having had a really rough time at school. She now runs the digital marketing. She is totally incredible. Uh, we've had um, Ian Lavery MP come and visit us to see our apprentices. And we get year 10 students in to do work experience. And that is it's so fulfilling to be able to let other people in to see your industry and give them the passion and give them direction so they know what they want to do. Rachel Robinson came to us straight from university and had an absolute creative flair. She was incredible. So from that first little stick man onesie builder that we had in 2008, she was able to design the second um, builder image, which you'll see down on the bottom there, which then loaded up with all the different options. She also helped me launch the all-in-one experience days where people can come to the factory, design their own onesie and the fabrics that they love. You can actually touch and feel and see all the fabrics when you come and then actually see it being handmade by the masters. 
And here's some of our families who come from far and wide. We've had people come from New Zealand, from Germany, from all over the UK to come and actually see their ones is being made. We've had wedding parties, birthday parties, and just lovely days out. And I tell you what, the staff, you see Trina there up in the top right corner, who's our head cutter. She's done a degree in fashion and textiles. She's so experienced. She can sew, she can cut, she can inspect. She's an absolute genius. And she loves showing off what she does. And we didn't realize that when we started the all-in-one experience days, but actually the staff love showing off what they do. And it's really nice for people to see and for the staff to show what they do. Here's a film now. Kate Hills and her daughter Flossie came up for an experience day. And this is Floss's film. At this point in the talk, Kate played the really sweet little video that my daughter made several years ago now when she was about 10 or 11 when she went to Kate's all-in-one factory to do the all-in-one experience. And I'll put a link to the video that Flossie made, which is on YouTube, and I'll put the link to that as well in the show notes for this episode. Back to Kate's talk. So as everyone we feel needs to be inclusive, nobody's different, everyone's unique. And that also means making maternity onesie, of course. So the last thing you want when you're pregnant is something tight around your tummy. So we make a a onesie with a bump space um, so everyone can feel snuggle-tastic. We've also worked with the National Autistic Society. They started off with Onesie Wednesday and we asked how else we could help. And here's a film to show you a little bit more about that. The National Autistic Society did Onesie Wednesday every year to raise awareness of autism. So we contacted the National Autistic Society and said, how else can we help? And so through links and conversations, we were able to get some groups of children and parents to the factory just to find out what were the issues with clothing. Shall we talk about what the issues are with those affected by autism? You know, you start with a pair of socks. So you've got seams and socks and they don't like seams. So sometimes they wear socks inside out. As soon as they're waking up in the morning, there's always this thought, what are we going to wear? So even if you put clothes out the night before, they could have changed that day for how they feel. I often get funny looks, because if I do go shopping for Grace to look for clothes, you'll see me in the aisles feeling the insides of all of the tops and things, because if they have embroidery on the front, you can often feel it on the inside, and then you just can't wear it. Shall we have a look at some fabrics? Yes. See what you like the feel of and what you don't like the feel of. So if I can open my bag full of gorgeous things. These are cuddle fleeces. Right. And they're all slightly different because some of them have got a raised pattern. I, I like that side, but I don't like that side. They're so honest, and that's one of the nice things, I think, with working with the children that are affected by autism. They tell you exactly how it is. Therapy is a group set up for families with children who have additional needs. It's not just autism. This one underneath is just a little owl. I've got Joshua and his sensory issues are clothing. He is so fussy when it comes to clothes, so his wardrobe's very limited. His onesies are <laughs> that he picked out from Kate. It's all plain, even though you can mix the onesies up and you can make them very unique. He does just like it, like that, but that's the beauty of the all-in-one company is that you can make your onesies exactly how you want them. 
slightly made samples for them to try on, some of which were thrown to the floor, some of which were loved immediately. Kate really does listen to what the children are saying. They felt like they've inputted and it's been listened to and they've been a part of the whole process. And it's nice for them to be able to get their points across. It's quite good for children with additional needs as well to express their personalities in that way as well because they can design their own and sometimes they don't get a chance to express the personality because people do see the diagnosis and not the person. To see them in their onesies with a great big smile on their face at the end of the day really has made a difference. We came up with the perfect sensory onesie. And 5% of every sensory onesie goes to the National Autistic Society. And it is amazing to make a difference. Um, some of the feedback we've got from the parents has been that I can actually get my child into school now. They'll actually put something on and actually go into school. So it is life-changing um, creating the sensory onesie, which I'm really proud about. So celebrating 10 years, yes, we did it. Started in 2008, got through to 2018, somehow by the skin of our teeth. <laughs> but we did it and I am so proud. And thanks to Rach, she made the most amazing 10 cake and we celebrated in style at the factory. Uh, and Philip, one of our customers from Australia, came over to help us celebrate too, which was just amazing. So yeah, we do feel that our customers are members of the family. And um, when they come over from Australia to help you celebrate being 10, it really does show a lot of passion and commitment and being part of something amazing. So the onesie builder. Uh, the evolution of our onesie builder from 2008 to 2016 when we had Rachel Robinson up until now, 2019. We've just launched the new 3D onesie builder on our website. And if our Wi-Fi down here had been a little bit better, we would have been able to show you exactly how it worked. But do, when you go upstairs, have a look on your phones. If you go onto the allinonecompany.co.uk, click create your own, you'll be able to see the onesie builder in action. It took a lot to get to where we got to with the 3D onesie builder. Um, basically, three years ago, my web developer said, we won't be able to do any more additional things to your website. Uh, we've actually got big contracts with football teams and uh, we're sort of, we'll support you, but we can't do anything new anymore. So I thought, okay, fair enough, all right, I'll go and find myself another web developer. Uh, I didn't realize quite how difficult that was going to be to be able to create a 3D onesie builder. Uh, it took me a year of me battling away, trying to find somebody to realize I actually couldn't do it on my own. Uh, so I then pulled together a panel of advisors, digital allies helped me on the technical spec, um, RTC, part of the scale-up program, so they were able to help me uh, with funding and advice and customer persona work. Norma Foster Limited helped me with the international research and uh, ideas there. And Vistage was there just to keep me going as a person. Um, you have to have such resilience, I think, being an entrepreneur and being on your own. And Carrie Nicholson really sort of like helped me and kept me going when the times are really tough. So with the panel of advisors, we actually found the most amazing web company in Leeds called Marvelous. <laughs> what a great name. And Marvelous have helped me build the 3D onesie builder. 
The customer personas that were carried out also kept me afloat, hearing what the customers had to say about our company, about our product, about us as a team was just amazing. People were saying they were proud of me and they don't e- I didn't even know them. And it just when you're feeling down and you feel like every day is a battle and you've got to keep fighting, it's comments like that that just keep you afloat. And yeah, it really did. It works. You need good feedback. You really do. Out of the customer persona work, one of the comments we kept hearing was onesie time. When's onesie time? Is it six o'clock, like wine time? Or is it four o'clock when you get home from the school run? So when is onesie time? So that made us think, right, okay, we've got to have a hashtag onesie time for everyone to share their designs and show the world what they have come up with because each and every one is unique. Um, so every month we actually have a hashtag onesie dime competition where you have a chance to win a hundred pound gift voucher for your next onesie. And uh, yeah, we get lots of entrants every month, which is incredible. And no one is different. Everyone is unique. It doesn't matter what size you are, what shape you are. If you want a sensory onesie, if you want a maternity onesie, everyone is unique. Each one is handmade to order, especially for you. So it's lovely actually being e-commerce and online. You're not judged. You're not going into a shop. You're not holding something up off a rail for somebody to be looking over their shoulder or comment. It's actually the perfect way to create your onesie companion that will be with you for life. Now I'm hoping this little gif will work and you'll see it load up. And I'm not sure it's going to work for us because of the Wi-Fi connection. No? Okay. That was going to dance around on the screen and show you load up with all different fabrics and all different add-on. Oh, here we go. We're dancing. So it's just showing you how to select the fabrics. There's different fabric types, different fabric colors. And as you go down the list, this is all the fleeces. You can then load it up with your different ones. So if you want to have nice warm arms, you can actually go for a thicker fleece. If you want double thickness feet, you can have double thickness feet. If you want non-slip soles, you can have non-slip soles. Everything is designed by you. You specify the whole thing. And everyone is unique. There is not another one like the one you're going to design. So you load up the fronts, the backs, the sleeves, then the hood and the ears and the pockets and the feet. Do have a play on your phones um, and just have a play around. It's just the most amazing technology. And we are very proud. So as you're building it, the builder will calculate from the size that you've selected, the fabric type that you've selected, and the add-ons that you've selected, what the price is. So it really does depend on what you design, in what size, in what fabric type. So if you want to go for something... um, like the French terry cotton, that will be more expensive than if you wanted to go with a polar fleece. So it really does depend on what you choose. And then the more add-ons you have, obviously, the more it will cost. And if you want something just to sleep in with no add-ons, then it will be the basic price. So basically, you do pay for what you've designed. So there we go. There's a little onesie design there for you. 
and we strongly believe that this onesie companion will be with you for life um, and 10 years on hand on heart we can say that they're still going strong they wash and wear incredibly well and we've just launched the TLC service repair rather than replace uh, we feel very strongly that you know if it just needs a new zip pop it back to us we can pop a new zip in if it needs new soles of the feet because you've worn them out then yeah by all means we can put new soles of the feet on we can replace the cuffs so whatever it is that it needs just let us know we can probably help even if you've ripped the knees open or taken the sleeve off it doesn't matter we can repair it so linking up with schools and colleges we do a lot with schools and colleges throughout the northeast and it's really enjoyable for the kids and for us and being a onesie it's actually really child friendly kids love to understand how it's all put together how the science and maths and technology and English all come together to make a product like this. So we set pro um, tasks. So I tell them my story about needing something to keep Lily warm at night. And then I ask them, what is missing from your life? You know, what do you need? What does your grandmother need? You know, is somebody in hospital? Do they need something that isn't around at the moment? And get them thinking about enterprise, entrepreneurship, and just planting the seed in their heads in an early stage in primary schools and middle schools. Once I've set the project in the school, they then come back to our factory a few weeks later to be able to show the results of their ideas and actually try ones on and see how onesies are made so it's actually a really fulfilling thing for us and for the children and I'd also like to announce that my daughter Lily is now part of the all-in-one company team she's just started a level three apprenticeship um, to do digital marketing to help us spread the word which I'm so proud about and she's on the stand if you want to come and say hi <laughs> And that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Make It British podcast. I make an episode every Tuesday and Friday, plus there's also bonus episodes occasionally. So don't forget to subscribe in your favourite podcast app so that you get notified every time a new episode goes live. And if you enjoyed the show, I would really love it if you left me a, just a little review on iTunes. The more reviews this podcast receives, the more people will discover it and the more we can spread the word about making in the UK. Thanks once again for listening to the Make It British podcast. Bye bye.